Asanda Beta on Sound Awake, Monday to Friday, 3 to 5 a.m. World Water Day is what we speak of now, and this week we cast a spotlight on water preservation and access to clean drinking water. There are 2.2 billion people who do not have access to clean drinking water. World Water Day calls on countries to work towards the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal 6, which says or t- talks about or tackles the sustainability and the management of freshwater resources and sanitation for all by 2030. According to Good Things Guys, let's talk to our guest then, who will share insights into the importance of protecting groundwater in South Africa and preventing plastic pollution in our environment. Uh, Dr. Lise Barkley, Senior Lecturer in Future Studies and Systems Thinking at the Stellenbosch University uh, Business School. Thank you, Dr. Barkley, for joining us. How are you on this Wednesday? Very well, and how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. So let's maybe start by differentiating between groundwater and uh, freshwater. So groundwater is part of the bigger freshwater um, groundwater out there, but um, only 0.3% of the world's freshwater is found in surface water, which is rivers, lakes, swamps, wetlands, and atmosphere. But 31% of our um, freshwater is found in groundwater. And the rest is now, of course, in ice sheets and glaciers. Okay, great. So we need to take care of groundwater because then that's a bigger source, 31%. How does it originate? Where do we get our groundwater from? That basically comes from a melting ice or rainwater that then permeates and ends up um, captured in rock under the under the um, the, uh, the the soil. Um, so um, this year, the, um, the World Water Day actually focused on making the invisible visible, and that's why the focus is on groundwater. Okay, what are the threats currently to our groundwater sources? The threats generally is um, overuse. Um, because as we've seen this various droughts and because of climate change, that people say, well, you know, we, our rivers are dry, but let's go and get water from from the, the wells and um, pumping it up. And um, the, the problem with that is that uh, it has to be replenished. And if it's not replenished, then it will completely dry out. And then, of course, we see um, subsiding of, of um, the, the ground itself because a lot of times this groundwater keeps up the ground. And what we see in a lot of coastal areas is um, the groundwater um, is that leaves, the seawater comes into the aquifers and that creates a whole host of other problems um, like flooding, for example, because there's too much water close by to the surface. And we see that, for example, in the Cape Flats in in Cape Town. So I think we'll all understand, I mean, if you're a fully functioning adult, that plastic is a problem when it comes to our water sources. But can you paint a picture for us in terms of how exactly it does impact even on our oceans when we, we just discard plastic everywhere? Yes. So generally we think, yes, um, we'll recycle plastic, um, but only 10% of plastics are actually recycled. And the plastic that are recycled are often recycled in something that's of lower use or lower utility and can only be recycled a certain number of times and then it can't be recycled anymore. Mm. So it ends up in landfills. And then the landfills, what happened there is basically it festers and it breaks down. It can, what, at the moment, the estimation is it can take up, up to 300 to 1,000 years for a piece of plastic to break down because it, mm. um, it it doesn't decompose. It breaks down into smaller pieces and smaller pieces. And this is microplastics that's smaller than five millimeter that ends up in our water and especially in our groundwater as it um, 
seeps into the ground, it ends up in our rain, and it even ends up in um, in the water we drink and that um, in, in the ocean itself. Of course, we know we've seen these um, pictures of the turtle with a straw in the nose. That's just the big okay. problem. But the the small microplastics is equally as damaging. For example, Great Pacific Garbage Patch, which is this massive. Um, patch of gar- uh, plastic in the ocean. 94% of that is also made out of microplastics and not just the plastics we see. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yesterday was uh, World Water Day. We were uh, observing it on the 22nd of March. This day has been observed since 1993. In terms of raising awareness then on the importance of the preservation of water and uh, uh, preventing plastic pollution, how have you seen things change? Uh, are we moving in the right direction? Yes. I think we have to realize a lot of times when things like oil and plastic and so on is, is, is manufactured and put out by companies and businesses, it's not intentionally to harm. It's just, it had to take us almost 50 years to realize it, oh, oh, it actually does, it is harmful when it breaks down into micro and nanoplastics. Mm. Um, but we've seen so many companies, um, especially the big companies in South Africa, move away from um, plastic, especially um, single-use plastic. Um, the, you know, like, you, you won't come, be able to come for our Tupperware in Africa. We will protect that mm. very seriously. But, um, but I'll, you know, our single-use plastic, that's the ones that we really want to keep out of the environment. And that's the ones we don't use. There is alternatives to that. And we see our um, big stores and our, um, a lot of our manufacturing has moved away from that um, to alternatives. And we see the um, research and development community looking at um pineapple leaves and mushrooms and all kinds of alternatives to plastic and we see the rise of zero-waste shopping and zero-waste shops and um, when we move away from the pandemic as well we will see a move towards um, having open shelves again in our supermarkets where you can take your um, your your plastic Tupperware and you fill the fruit and vegetables there instead mm. of buying single-use plastic and that will solve quite a lot of the problems. Unfortunately it is in our water and will take a while to actually to to go out and be great but even with that there's a lot of research and development happening yeah absolutely and I, you mentioned tupperware I'm, I, I'm sure we we're not throwing away no one is throwing away no. the tupperware in fact the only time you lose it is it because somebody took it from you and didn't bring it back <laughs> yeah, absolutely. okay your closing remarks then on this topic uh, doctor it's a awareness that each person can make a difference and we've seen that throughout the world we um, rivers and areas have been cleaned up by people. And it's just an issue of intention. Mm-hmm. Of when you go shopping, make sure you take um, your, your own containers, your own bags, and uh, um, reusable bags. Um, and, and use what you have. You don't have to go and buy new tote bags and new bags and new fancy things. You have, use what you have. And know that it is a problem. I'd rather take your own container and take, um, take, use tap water if it's safe in your area than to buy more um, bottles of water because they found that even in that um, that there is a, a high amount of, of plastic and they found that 39% of all tested bottled water do have microplastics in it so you'll mm. be drinking plastic within plastic so um, just have the consciousness and, the, and be the responsible shopper and, and trust our business community is moving in the right direction towards the circular economy. Absolutely, we appreciate your time again, a great Wednesday to you Dr. Barkley. Thank you very much. Dr. Lise Barkley, Senior Lecturer in Future Studies and Systems Thinking at the Stellenbosch University Business School.